Hey, this is Chris, and welcome to another episode of Unpopped Kernels here on Popcorn Finance, where we grab some of those kernels that didn't quite pop last episode, and we heat them up today. Back on Monday, we did a deep dive, and I mean a deep dive into the U.S. tax bracket system and our standard deduction, and if somehow you made it through all of that, still wanting to know some more about our tax system, you're in luck, because today, Let's talk about how we use those brackets to calculate how much we actually owe in taxes. And let me first start off all of this by saying what I probably said a hundred times on Monday, and that is our tax system is ridiculously overcomplicated. It doesn't need to be like this, but it is, is the system that we got. So what I'll cover today is going to be a very basic overview. And as always, I suggest that if you have specific questions about your tax situation, the best thing you can do is just speak with whoever helps you prepare your taxes each year, your tax attorney, your tax preparer over at your local H&R block, your cousin, whoever, whoever it is that you work with that helps you prepare your taxes. They will be the best suited and equipped to walk you through what's going on with your tax situation because this stuff is complicated. There's a lot that goes into this. Or at the very least, if you don't have someone you can reach out to use an online calculator, uh, the IRS actually has a very thorough but also very confusing at times calculator because they ask for a lot of information and you might not have that readily available, but the IRS is who's going to be processing your tax return. So that's going to be probably the most thorough calculator out there. But if you look through that calculator and you're like, Hey, that's too much for me. H and R block has a great one. I've worked with them a ton here on the podcast. Also nerd wallet has a really great tax calculator. So I put links to all of that stuff in the show notes. That way, if you need to go check it out, if you want to go grab those links, they're right there for you. All right, let's jump into calculating our actual taxes. And so today we're going to focus in on our federal tax system, which uses what is referred to as a progressive tax. And this means that basically the more money you earn, the more your tax rate progresses upward through the seven brackets that I went through on Monday that range anywhere from 10% all the way up to 37%. And the reason why I'm focusing in on the federal level and not including states in this discussion is that taxes really can vary from state to state. I mean, There's 32 states plus D.C. that use a progressive tax system, similar to what we do on the federal level. But then there's also nine states that use a flat tax, meaning that it's just one set percentage. Regardless of how much money you make, you're all paying the same percentage. It'd be states like Colorado, Illinois and Kentucky. And then there's nine states that just don't have a state income tax at all. So it just gets very varied and complex when you include states. It's already complicated enough just talking about the federal government. So that's what we're going to focus on today. And jumping back into progressive tax, the mistake many people make when thinking about our federal income tax is that they assume we use a flat tax similar to what I was referencing for those nine states. For example, some people assume that, you know, if you're single and you're making $60,000, that means that you fall in the 22% tax bracket, meaning you would pay 22% of your income in taxes, but you aren't charged a flat rate across all of your income. Progressive tax happens in tiers. I already went over the specific income ranges that exist in our tax brackets last episode. And that was a lot of numbers (laughs) that you had to follow along with. And I don't want to do that to you again. So to illustrate how this kind of tiered tax process works, I've come up with this simple example that I like to use. So instead of all those seven brackets and all those income ranges I gave you last episode, just imagine we have three brackets, three simple brackets. There's a 10% bracket a 20% bracket, and a 30% bracket. Any income that you earn under $1,000, you pay 10% in taxes. Any income that falls between $1,000 and $2,000, 
you pay 20% income tax on that. And then any income over $2,000, you end up paying 30% tax on that. So if you were someone making $3,000 with a progressive tax in this system I've just set up for us, that first $1,000, you're going to get hit with 10% tax. So that's $100. Any income that you make between $1,000 and $2,000, that $1,000 gap there, you pay 20% tax on that, which would mean $200 in income tax. And then any income over $2,000, that remaining $1,000 of your income, you pay 30% in tax on that, which comes out to $300. So in total, this person making $3,000 in this fictitious three-tier tax system I've set up here, they'd end up paying $600 in taxes. And this is how our tax system works. Our income is taxed piece by piece across each of these brackets. But what many people actually think about our system is that all of our income is taxed based off of our highest tax bracket. That if you make $3,000 in income, that would put you in that 30% tax bracket and you would end up paying $900 in taxes. But this isn't true. Within our progressive tax system, in the example I gave, you'd end up paying $300 less in this amount. And you can see that huge difference that exists between these two ways of thinking about how we're taxed. With progressive tax, Although $3,000 of income does fall in that 30% bracket, the person in this example only really ends up paying about 20% of their income in taxes. And that 20% is what we call the effective tax rate, and it represents the actual percentage of our income that we're paying in taxes. And the impact of this difference in these two ways of looking at taxes is even magnified more in our much larger and more complex bracket system. Most of us regular people are paying much lower in taxes than we think we are just because of how complicated and confusing the system is. I want to thank all of you for sticking with me through yet another tax discussion here on the podcast. If you have any questions for me about anything we've talked about at all this week, please don't hesitate to reach out. To make it easy for you all, I got a new page set up on the website. Just go to popcornfinance.com questions. And there you can reach out to me in a number of ways, uh, but they're all right there for you on that page. Also, the examples that I've used in this episode for how to calculate your taxes using the tax brackets, it was an overly simplified you know, example and scenario I created. The real percentages and the real dollar amounts were just too complex for me to sit here and bore you with on a podcast. But if I can have some visuals, it's going to work a lot better. So I'm putting together a video over on YouTube where I'll be posting a real world example of how you can follow someone's income through the tax tables and see how it's calculated. So there's a link in the show notes or just go to YouTube and look for Popcorn Finance. And in the next coming weeks, that video will be up there for you and hopefully tie all this together in a much more simple way. Next week, we are finally going to get to that article I told you about. I know it's taking a little bit of time, but I had to lay the foundation before we could really talk about that, because this article covers how there is a potential tax savings coming next year because of inflation and how it impacts our tax brackets. So on Monday, I'm going to dive into that and explain what type of savings we could potentially expect to see in our tax bills next year and if it's even something worth thinking about. As always, I appreciate you joining me here for yet another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.